Oh, he blows up his family. No! Can you act? You fucking psycho. You're the most Indian person in Hollywood right now, so. Not by the belief. I love John Hey, asshole! Get your thunder control, dude! And today we are watching what Eric. Well, feed my fucking friends, man! Welcome again to Eric and Evan Go to the Movies, where I'm Evan. And I'm Eric. Eric, what are we watching today? We are watching Kung Fu Hustle. That's right. This is a first for the both of us, isn't it? Yes, yes it is. First time. First time for everything. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, well, it uh, received our brother's stamp of approval. I believe we talked about that last time. Uh, speaking of last time, uh, we reviewed movies in 2021. Was there anything left unsaid about the year 2021? Uh, no, I don't think so, because... Uh... I'd like to forget that year. Uh, I'd like to continue and move on and just not think about it. Like maybe, maybe we'll just be done with all this stuff and we can just go back to normal. We can just forget about like the last two and a half years. We can only hope, but uh, probably not going to happen anytime soon because it looks like we're going through the same bullshit we've been going through for the last ten years. Shut your face. <laughs> <laughs> Well, a uh, very interesting topic, though, Kung Fu Hustle. Um, not only did it get our uh, brother's stamp for approval, but it also got uh, a little bit of uh, love from our boy, Titan4. You know who Titan4 is? No, I don't. <clears throat> As a matter of fact, no. Titan4 is the co-host of the Delunatic Show! Better parts, better prices. They don't do that there, but you know what they do do? They talk a lot about sports, a lot about fantasy football. Uh, man, there's some fun guys, good, entertaining conversations all the way around. Have you listened to the Delunatic show recently, Eric? No, I've not had the pleasure recently, no. Well, speaking of Titan 4, he told us this about Kung Fu Hustle. He said, epic movie, and Stephen Chow is a legend. Look forward to the review. Also, tell Eric he's a little shit. Mm. That's my feelings. Well, I feel like he got you there, Eric. I feel like he needs to get online a little more. <laughs> I feel like... Well... Oh, this is a good one. <laughs> we'll, leave it, we'll leave it like that, I guess. I, you and Tit and Four can get after each other, I suppose. Oh, he just... Um, Stop being a bitch. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, Eric, before you watch Kung Fu Hustle, what were your impressions? Have you you've never seen this movie before? You never what? Have you did you even see a preview of this as a kid? As Came a out two thousand four. No, I wasn't a kid. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't know jack about this movie. All I'd all I'd seen was because it was on Netflix for like five years. And it was always on there, and I would see it, and I was like, well, it looks looks weird, looks entertaining. I don't know, maybe. But I never, yeah. never watched play. it. 
Like uh, ironically, it just goes off at Netflix the damn fucking time we want to watch it. So it's life. Go figure. <laughs> mm, cost two dollars. I, I remember this movie vaguely. Uh, I don't remember previews of it. Did it go to theater? Like, was it actually in theaters? It was in theaters. I remember it being like in American theaters. theaters. Like, I I know it was yeah. in like Chinese theaters because like it's a satire movie of sorts. Yeah, it was a it was a Mer- yeah it came out in America. America. It came out in America. America. <laughs> America. It came out in America. Uh, but. I I get it I get it mixed with Kong Pao for some reason because it was a, an America parody movie, and I remember trying to watch it and I didn't really enjoy it years ago and I was like ah this ain't very good I kind of turned it off so I got him confused for the longest Kong time. Kong Pao has its moments but overall it's not very good. It's pretty yeah, dumb. It's pretty from what I heard it was pretty just stupid. So I can't say I was too excited to ever watch this movie. Okay, you know, for that reason, it came out in theaters, but it was not a big re- like it was a regional release. I I remember coming out and it was here because it only it, was... it only made seventeen million here. It's open, uh, yeah, it grossed seventeen million its entire run. Maybe I just happened to see a poster. I don't know. I don't, but I don't. I don't know. You know, they play this probably like an Alamo Draft House and some stuff like that. It was re-released in three D, so maybe that's when you remember it. Maybe, it was re- re-released in 14, so fairly recently. Seven years ago, six years ago. Hmm. But no, I didn't, I didn't know anything about this. Okay, it was directed by Stephen Chow. And you know any other films by Stephen Chow? No, I'm not a big... I like kung fu movies, but I, I'm not a big connoisseur. Okay, well, what's your favorite kung fu movie? Just to start us off on the block here. Kung fu movie? Yeah. See, I've seen a I've seen a lot of really cool like I've never seen Enter the Dragon, but I've seen all the fight scenes from it. I've never seen like a lot of the ja- like not Jack and your Kong Fu. I, fan. I didn't say it was a big one. I, that's why I said it wasn't a connoisseur. I've okay, seen okay. Like there's a lot though. The Jet Li uh, was it Jet Li Jackie Chan fight? Not Jet Li. Uh, never saw that. Jackie Chan, Jack. It was Jackie Chan and. Uh, Benny the Jet. No, damn it. I got this way backwards. Jason Statham? No, 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 no. Sorry, I keep mixing everybody up. Start over. Holy cow. I, I mixed up <laughs> two entire... There's like two movies I'm thinking of. Benny the Jet was a bo- was a kickboxer, and okay. he fought Bruce Lee. And that's a really <laughs> cool fight scene. And I think that's okay. from Enter the Dragon, but I'm not 100% sure. But that's a really, really cool fight scene. If you've never seen it, you need to see and it. Enter the Dragon. Okay. If you if you got a YouTube, was he, it, YouTube it. Was he was he shirtless? Yeah, he's like a little white dude, like not little, but like he's a shorter white dude, but he's fast. With as gray shit. hair? No, it, I like blonde hair. Okay, Enter the Dragon. I I've seen Enter the Dragon. I think well, it's just an look up, look up movie. Bruce Lee versus uh, Benny the Jet. I can't remember which which Bruce Lee movie it is. And then Bruce Lee has a fight with Jackie Chan too in one of his movies. I don't think they did. I, I'm pretty I'm pretty damn positive. I, it's when Jackie Chan's I, like super young. I'm getting 
I was like, I'm getting Bruce Lee versus Benny the Jet Rodriguez. <laughs> yeah, that dude. He's not the kid from fucking <laughs> Sam. No, 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 not the dude. <laughs> I swear to God. Oh no, I got it, Benny. One second, no, I don't see the. I see fake fights on like Fight Night. Uh, Bruce Lee versus. Wait a second. Okay, hold on a second. Uh, what is this movie? Okay, this isn't. Nah, this isn't Enter the Dragon though. I don't know what this is. This isn't Enter, Enter okay, the Dragon. Talking- that's Jackie Chan versus Benny the Jet. Oh, Jackie, uh, Chan? Jackie Chan. Okay, Jackie Chan. But that's Jackie Chan's fight versus him. And then I, I swear Jackie Chan has one with Bruce Lee. Watch. Google. I'm just gonna look up. Never happened. I don't think that ever happened. There's no way. Because I'm going to bring... I have something for you. I have something to tell you about that. That's interesting. Oh, wait a second. You're fucking right. My bad. (laughs) They do, don't they? It happened... It happened in Enter the Dragon back when Jackie Chan was like, a "Yeah, kid. that's what I said." That's is one of those things where like, oh, that was it's crazy that. that you like to see Jackie well, Chan look at that. and the stuff he's done, and to know that he actually has scenes with Bruce Lee, instead of think how impressive Bruce Lee was. I, as impressive as Bruce Lee was, I think Jackie Chan kind of overcame him. Well, it's because he lived way longer. Well. <laughs> stayed off it's just you know just say no to drugs is all i can say <laughs> yeah just say no <laughs> just say no just hmm. say no kids Her. ah yeah so okay so neither one of us had any clue about this movie going in and i've Did you ever see shallon soccer do you know what shallon soccer is shallon soccer <laughs> it sounds right. familiar i also said I used to watch a lot of kung fu, like not I don't know what they were, but like the kung fu movies that used to come on El Ray. I don't know if you ever had, had that channel. No, no, I never. Wa- I didn't. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. El Ray was actually I liked El Ray. Yeah, it was cool because they played a lot of really, but they used to play the old old weird they used to play stuff. tons of kung fu movies. Yes, they don't. They're not, are they around anymore? I'm not sure. Yeah, they used to do. That was kind of like the new Spike. But TV I used to catch those thing. just to like I, I wouldn't watch whole movies necessarily, but like catch them in the middle and like yeah. watch the fight scenes and shit because it was like entertaining. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're not gonna get completely bored with them, other than maybe the plot line. I think Street Fighter. Well, it's is like probably the acting the... and stuff is a little over the top, and like the costumes and stuff. Like for a movie, it's hard because like we didn't grow up with that. So like, yeah, watching it now, you're kind of like mm, that's a little over the top. When you watch Enter the Dragon, the though, everything. Yeah, but everything's more grounded and stuff mm. like that. It's not over the top corny. It's like Enter the Dragon is a pretty cool movie. Yeah. No joke. Uh, so I understand why people are all about Bruce Lee. Um, but yeah, uh, Kung Fu movies wise, I'm not intelligent at them at all. So I couldn't really. My best ones are Jackie Chan movies. Really? <laughs> my yeah. only issue is. I do not do well with movies where you have to read and watch. Not the best yeah. about the like <laughs> animes aren't my biggest thing if they're not subbed. If they're not dubbed. If they're subbed, I'm out. Well, yeah. Like nine times out of ten. I've watched a few, but it's That's why in Glorious Bastards kind of it doesn't it's not the best Quentin Tarantino movie because of it. It's like, man, I'm I need a break. <laughs> There's a lot of fucking dialogue here. <laughs> 
Yeah, but the you fan but those scenes are so slow that like you can watch the scene and like read the dialogue. Whereas like animes are like action where you're like, oh, what, what did he say? Oh, he, oh, what, huh? Like there's so much going on. That's so much. Maybe so. And I really like Inglorious, but yeah, that's there. That one's a little different because it's so slow. So I'm assuming you watch this with subtitles, though. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because you know, there's actually an Engl- there's an English dub version of this movie. Is there? This is a fun fact, though. It is nothing like the actual dialogue of the original film. It's a subbed or the dubbed? It's dubbed. I've never watched it. It's just a fun fact on IMBD, Eric. So why don't, I didn't oh. know that I could watch it. I'd have watched it dubbed if I could have watched it dubbed. I think you would have missed the jokes. I think it makes it better. Mm, I don't know. Well, when I went ahead and went right on into this film, I thought it was very interesting that they totally stole the opening to Men in Black, except with a butterfly instead of a dragonfly. That's the men in. That's the men in. <laughs> First Men in Black, which Men in Black? Yeah, where the dragonfly is like going, you know, dun dun dun, dun you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fly through the city. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, and, and then the butterfly does the same thing through Kanku Hustle. I don't know if that was a callback or what. I doubt it. But the film, after that, it opens up with a police station, and all the officers are clearly sweating and quite deterred by something. And it doesn't take very long to know that this Asian cowboy man (laughs) is very unhappy and he's walking through this police department and he's beating up on a couple of cops because they arrested a beautiful woman. Eric, what are your thoughts so far? Uh, So far, quite confused by the cowboy. I'm quite confused by the cowboy myself. I'm also even more confused by the fact that... uh, all these cops are afraid of him, but apparently he's a bad man. I, that's weird. <clears throat> that was odd. I was trying to figure out what era is supposed to be in. It is 1940s Shanghai. Okay, I was thinking 20s or 30s. I wasn't. Yeah, wasn't that a I had to look sure. into that. I had to look into that. Uh. But it's also a very strange opening at the same time because after he rescues his so-called wife from the clutches of the evil Shanghai policeman, they walk across the street to the theater and are immediately surrounded by a giant axe gang. (laughs) Which kind of reminded me of uh, Games of New York. (laughs) Yes. Like very much so. Opening the Games of New York. And very specific <laughs> gangs too, because it's like that dude with the like it's dudes with axes. <laughs> dudes with axes. They're coming out in the, like, these cars, and it's just they're all over the place to kill these four fucking people. Dude, <laughs> they bring an army out of the blue. Like all my people have joined. All your people joined my people. Like yeah, and that is where we're introduced to brother. What is his name? And he just walked out of the police station, too. Like, that's that's yeah. how badass the gangs are. Like, the cops are like, no, no, no. Y'all do. Y'all do, y'all. You do you. I'm curious if the Axe Gang was actually a real gang. The Axe Gang? I don't assume so. I, I don't assume, I assume either, but it's like, is, is there... Pretty, pretty over the top. You never it gives me a uh, Big Trouble Little China feel, too, a little bit. 
Oh, easily. That's actually, I think, what kind of like, man, that sounds like a really good idea to watch this movie. His name is Brother Sum. He's got this nasty, yeah, Brother ugly Sum, teeth. That's his name. Brother Sum. Because then it's Little Brother and, Sum, right? Yeah, and he kills his little brother Sum. But that was also really cool when Little Brother Sum takes off and runs and they throw that one axe handle. <laughs> Cuts his leg right off. Right there at the sh- at the calf, just ooh, clean. Ugh. It's cool to use the firework, the flares to like call for yep. help. No help's gonna come because Brother Sum is in charge now, and he kills his little sister. That signifies that he is a bad man, Eric. Yeah. All right. So we're only like six minutes into this fucking movie, and after that. We get images of how bad this Axe Gang is while the Axe Gang dances in their little clubhouse, I guess. Yeah. This is a heck of a gang. Would you want to join this Axe Gang here? Yeah, dude. I like the fact that the dude dances when he goes to kill. Like, it's got some style to it. It definitely sets the tone really quick. That's what they do. That's a smooth criminal. Uh... If I was in gang, we'd be the warriors. Much of hoodlums hang out in a fucking clubhouse. Yeah, I mean, what would you do all day? If you were in the 40s, there's no TV. There's no internet. Okay. There's there's alcohol. There's drinking. So you just sit around all day with your buddies. And you're in a gang. And, like, and you're make the, dances. Well, you're, you're the top of the top. What do you do? What do you do? You dance. And so like you choreograph. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Al Capone didn't learn to dance. <laughs> you never know. But that's no one the main antagonist him. of the movie. That's how we're introduced. We get we get a slaughter of his little brother and little sister. We find out uh, they are really good dancers, and they run the city, and that is the Axe Gang. But here's the thing, based the on the title cards... So good at dancing. Dance off, bro. It's pants off, dance off. <laughs> dance off, bro. But we find out through the title cards that though the gangs run the city, they stayed out of the apartment complexes. They're like slums. They, they give them a name. What do they call them? They're called, okay. <clears throat> I'm going to read this for the general audience. In a time of social unrest and disorder, the gangs run amok. The most feared of them all is the Axe Gang. Only in the poorest districts, which hold no interest to the gangs, can people live in peace. Okay. So they hold no interest to them. And that's where we're introduced to this particular little slum. It is called Pig Sly Alley. I don't know, mini mall with apartment complex? I've never been to Shanghai. I've never been to China, so I don't know if this is a thing. Why do you call it a mini mall? It's dude. They have businesses and stuff all over it. Yeah, it was not a mini mall. It's just a slum. They just have shops. It's like their house down there too. Like they live in those things. <laughs> this is my opportunity, though. This is you know what just go perfect over this entire like montage of like meet the meeting of characters. <laughs> Well, okay, so we're introduced to a number of characters. There's a guy who's picking up rice. There is a tailor. And there's a hairdresser named Donut. 
And there is a very unattractive girl with the largest mouth I've ever seen. <laughs> She's crazy. Who, she is wackadoo looking. And I, I couldn't. Jane is her name. And she is goofy as all get out. But you're also introduced to an even goofier character, the landlord. I love the landlord. The landlord who just looks drunk. He's all over the place. I kind of like him too. He gets the kiss on the cheek from the girl. And he's obviously married to the cigarette, hair rolling, nightgown wearing. Did I say cigarette smoking? Yeah, he did. Cigarette smoking landlady. His wife. Who is hardcore. By the way, this movie always just kind of set up to look like a big old play. Was that just me? A play? Yeah, I just, I feel like the camera work and stuff like that, it's like, it looks like it's all done in one shot. They don't do, like, a whole lot of cuts, especially in the beginning of the movie. Mm, I don't know about that. I don't know about it being a play. <clears throat> I mean, I guess you could stage it as a play, but it'd be a, it'd be a heck of a play when you're trying to do the running scene and the, uh, Okay, well, that's where you. That, that's why I said the first half of the movie. You're gonna. But the this opening sequence is completely like topped off, is when the landlady finds out that her husband's been cheating on her, so he she beats the living fuck out of him and throws him out of the window. She cuts off the water on that dude. Using too much water too. She's hardcore. What do you think of this She's landlady? Like honestly, like think about it. If you're paying rent, well, she says nobody's paying rent. So I guess if you're not paying rent, yeah, she's going to cut off your water. But yeah, that's, that's shitty. Like, they're in a slum, so they've got literally one water spigot for everybody. And that dude's all trying to take a bath. <laughs> and you find out later on, you know, these people are complete dicks. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're the worst landlords imaginable, in my personal opinion. Yeah. But we are immediately after introduced to the entire apartment complex... We are introduced to two bigger assholes. Who are they, Eric? The bigger assholes? Yes. Uh, I don't remember. Bone and Sing. Those are two. Those are the big friend, and that is the main character. That's when we're introduced to our main character finally. Uh, I was see. That's the problem is I couldn't I, reading and trying to remember names and looking yeah, at the screen. Yeah, I couldn't get and, your name. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, I was following who characters were because I only got a chance to watch it once. Like it's definitely a movie I want to watch again. Oh, definitely, yeah. Because like what it's usually like if I watch a movie that's subbed, I got to watch it once to read it to kind of pay attention, <laughs> and then another time to watch it to be like, oh man, okay, yeah. Because then I can kind of read and watch at the same time and more watch it instead of read it. Yeah. But yeah, no, like because I couldn't put together the names. I was like, okay, these are the two uh, main characters, and I kept losing who they were mm -hmm. because, like, there was so many cuts where, like, I was just like, okay, it's the guy with the long hair. It's this guy. And then, like, there'd be so many cuts where, like, they would change hair, change whatever, and I'm like, oh, shit, I lost who my dude was again. Like. <laughs> okay. Because, uh, like, I just couldn't, I couldn't read, and, like, because nobody's an actor. It's not like, oh, that's Robert De Niro. Okay, De Niro's. The main, it's like, okay, these are all dudes I've never seen before. Yeah. I mean, you're in to Sing and Bone. 
And they're both wannabe Axemen, basically. And they go in there and basically try to get a free haircut for Bone, the chubby one. Uh, Which is a weird sequence, because the barber's clearly, you know, flamboyant. And he's cut his pants basically down, so his ass is out. And Singh is just like, what are you fucking, what? (laughs) And he's got his tattoos across his chest. His big double axes. So at this point, if you're not invested, I don't know what more you need in a movie. <laughs> I was, this is entertaining. Because at this, at this point, I'm already and this, like, oh, yeah. okay, this is, the landlady's crazy. There's like, mm-hmm. You've already seen the, the landlord get knocked out, get a pot mm-hmm. dropped on his head. He's supposed to be dead. Dude comes and pokes him with a stick. And he's like, nah, let me alone. No, we're going all the way. So like, but then it's it's a it's an out there movie, and it's like, yeah, okay, no, I'm I'm entertained. So when obviously they try, this is how good the community is. The entire apartment complex comes down to defend the barber. Once the barber says, "I'm not giving you a free haircut because I don't believe you're a real axeman," and they all come out and sing. Mister Master in Disguise is starting calling. He starts calling everybody out who doesn't look tough. He calls the onion lady. She walks over. Come on, give me your best shot, lady. Punches him square in the stomach. <laughs> and he's spitting blood out. He's like, all right, you cowards. That all you got? Give me another one. Uh, this is a great scene. <laughs> this is the greatest scene. I'm going to beat up everybody in this, in this village. No, you're just a farmer. No, no, you go. It calls the girl off. It's like, you little dude. <laughs> He stands up, he's a giant. <laughs> yeah, you. Little one back there. <laughs> no, no. You sit back down. No, 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 no. You sit back down. Hey, old man. <laughs> old man's all hulk the fuck out. <laughs> With the glasses. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I was like, okay, all right. Well, this is a silly this movie. Is great. This, this is, is a gr- This is great, though. This is comedy gold. And this is how I like parody movies, though. You know? This is how parody movies should be done. Like, I think Austin Powers does a good job of parodying, you know, James Bond and spy thrillers and stuff like that. Uh, I think Austin Powers does a great job. Yeah. Like, I can watch all three, and they're all still three really entertaining movies. Oh, yeah. I mean, um... First, second one. I'm at so much the. Maybe I do like the third one. It's three, right? Because Goldfinger's. It's Goldfinger. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. Would not have mind if they had done a uh, fourth one, but they never did. Unless you count the Love Guru. That's a shitty movie. Okay. No, I love the Love Guru. You like the Love Guru? Ah. Yes. Ugh. Because it. It's the same as the Austin Power. It's just so stupid. It's another dumb comedy. Nah, I couldn't laugh at that I enjoy one. stupid comedy movies like that, where it's like, okay, it's it's him being being dumb, being the, <clears throat> this love guru with Jessica Alba. And, like, she's not the greatest actress, but no, like, whatever. horrible. I didn't care. <laughs> His parts are great. <laughs> well, Justin Timberlake is in it, too, and I think he's just awful, too. I just I didn't enjoy it as much as Austin Powers. I can watch the Austin Powers movies all day, but nah, not those. I enjoyed Justin Timberlake in that movie too because like he's in just enough movies where I like 
I don't like him really as an actor. I don't really care for him, but like he doesn't yeah. do a lot of movies. Yeah. So like when he does do a movie and has a role where I like him, it's super entertaining. Yeah. And so like him in that movie is really entertaining. Back to our movie. Back to our original programming. So once Singh uh, tries to get away, he throws a firecracker over a wall and it lands on the hat of an axe man. Thus setting off a chain of events where more axemen come to Pigsty Alley. Why are the axemen just hanging out next to, like, literally right next to this slum? I'm just surprised they all showed up on time the way they did. <laughs> like, as soon as somebody, some force that was super quick, picks up the main axeman, not brother some, but some other lieutenant, and throws him in a trash can, everybody else is there, just like the drop of the hat. They know. And all of a sudden, this once, like, tough apartment complex kinds of, kind of gets scared and runs away. Because the X-Men are a bad group of motherfuckers. They don't seem like it, but I don't know. In the 40s? That's what you, late 40s? I assume early 40s, because I don't see a lot of cars. There's very few vehicles, like very few cars in this. Yeah, well, Wait, they all you notice that? Why, well, that's why, you know... I'm sorry, it's gonna sound fucked up. That's why Asians can't drive, okay? They grew up with carts. Our ancestors were driving vehicles at this point, Eric. They're still pushing carts over there. Um But did you notice that? That there's very few cars like there's only Oh yeah, the axmen. There's only the three cars in the entire country are owned yeah. by the axe gang. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Like watching the movie, I, I thought about that at one point. I was like, I haven't seen a car this whole time. Like it's literally been people on feet running around. So I'm like, what year is this? Because they show the streets and they barely even show, like, barely car. And I'm like, what the? I can't tell what they're supposed to be in because I don't even recognize the cars. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I was so confused. And so I looked it up in the Wikipedia. I had no idea what year it was. <laughs> I, I just kind of assumed it was a different universe. But, uh, yeah, I'd like, you know, because anime is not in the same universe. Yeah. Anime is... It felt like an anime. You know what I mean? It's I like it. Goku apparently is in the dinosaur age because there's dinosaurs around, yet they have flying vehicles. Dragon Ball Z is kind of different. You know what I mean? It's like two different eras combined into one. Maybe that's why the dragon... Maybe Dragon Ball Z ended the dinosaurs. Maybe that explains it all. But Maybe what, the anime. Where did their flying cars go? Did they all go back into capsules? No, that's that's how the pyramids and everything got built. When they talk about aliens, it was really that we were so advanced back then, after the age of the dinosaurs, and we ended up destroying ourselves. So after Chi-Chi, Bulma, every old original gang, Vegeta and Goku. You just, saw how powerful those people <laughs> they were? Took, they just <laughs> blasted the fucking world into like... They took everything. <laughs> somebody came and just wiped it all. Dragon Ball Z is a historical document. Mm-hmm. That's gospel. You didn't know? I grew up on that. <laughs> okay, well, we're finally at our first giant kung fu fight. Uh, where the Axe Gang have decided they're going to burn a mother and child alive, and the guy from earlier who was carrying a bunch of rice, they call him a coolie. By the way, did you know coolie is a slur toward Asians? No, I didn't. I was ah, curious. It is, but they uh, call him Cooley like, in this movie. There was a few things I was like, huh? It is a slur. Like, that's got to mean something. 
I don't know why that is. I could Google it, but uh, it's not something to my vocabulary here. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was like, cool. Coolio. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> have you ever seen Coolio in the live, Eric? No, I've not, actually. Ah, it was very disappointing. <laughs> you did see him late in his life, late in his career. Yeah, I did. You didn't see him in his prime, when, and, like prime 90s. Oh, I'm pretty sure he was one bad dude back in the day. He probably, maybe it was a bad day then, but... Uh, he seems like an acoustic version is. of Gangster's Paradise is not the version I want to hear. Well, like he seems like as a rapper, he seems like a drinker. Like he doesn't seem like a drug dude. Like back in the day, I think he was though. Was he? I think he was. I think he been to prison or something like that. He was no. pretty hardcore. Because like the way that I envisioned him, just because like the songs that I know about him, like he was just kind of like just because he did like the Canaan and Kel song and stuff. It's Canaan and Kel. So I've got this vision oh, of him. Oh, here he goes. <laughs> he's like this kid friendly kind of guy. Yeah, I can understand that. Can like understand he's a rapper, that. but he's like kid friendly gangster rapper. <laughs> so like maybe he drinks, maybe he smokes a little weed, but like he doesn't do like coke and like run guns or anything. <laughs> He never get, he never gets arrested. He never shot anybody or shot at anybody. I think he's, he's just seen guns. You know what? We're gonna look that up real quick. Let's see here. I'm gonna look up Coolio facts. Yeah, we're gonna look up Coolio facts. And while Coolio, I look up Coolio, Coolio, Coolio facts, Coolio. Eric, why don't you tell me what you think Coolio. of that first fight scene? That you the know first where quick fight where he gets fucking broken in half? No, 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 no. I'm talking about where. Uh, uh, okay, so after he shoots the fireworks. After the, the fireworks got off, the axeman, the back, the axeman, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the bad that. signal. The axeman had shown up, and they're about to burn this lady and her child. Something. Regardless, he shows up, saves the day, and uh, well, and then Donut, who was the not the hairdresser, but Donut shows up, and so does the tailor. And they have this big brawl with the Axemen. And these three guys are old legendary fighters. What were your thoughts on that fight scene, Eric? On the fight scene with the... I'm trying to... Oh, yeah, when he breaks the fight. Yeah. Dude, that dude was a bad mofo. That was a pretty good... It looks like he's actually hitting people. Like, you know when you watch, like, movies and stuff like that? Or you yeah. watch kung fu movies? Like, it, it looks like he's contacting but it looks like it's not like he's kicking the hell like he's like putting it dude oh it's like he was kicking the crap out of those you know these some of these fools were taking a hit in the face like no joke it looked like he was straight breaking people's ribs like straight up he kicked that dude so hard (laughs) (laughs) i like it's just uh like okay if you ever seen matrix reloading yeah, I've seen all of them. Yeah, you know how bad that, like, where he fights all the Agent Smiths? Yeah. You know how bad that's, like, choreographed? Like, I mean, it's all CGI'd, and it's just, like, it's the fakest-looking shit in the world. Yeah, you can see the way he pulled, the way punches are pulled because he's having a fake contact, like he's it's, really hitting him, yeah. but he's, like, kind of, uh, the punches don't look right. This does that. Ten times over, and it's so done so well and so good. It is. 
it's it the, man if anything you gotta watch these fight scenes that's the how dude cool. with the ring because like the yeah. rings thing i thought was i thought was cool, cool i thought maybe it was just like a one-time thing but it was like no they pulled that throughout the movie that was like yeah. his thing that was how he fought his, his little neck curtain rings but coat hanger rings or whatever yeah. that was a really cool idea yeah and this is a really cool fight like it's not par- it didn't feel parodied or any like it feels like it feels like it could be in a yeah any any kung fu movie or like any uh any action movie yeah uh, like man at that there's point, very few parts where it's where it's parody or kind of like out there yeah agreed agreed uh well after the axemen though get defeated they happen to take their um the guys who were pretending to be axemen it turns out sing and bone were fakers yeah and they had nothing to do with the Axemen. They had nothing to do with the Axemen. But the Axemen take him hostage, and you get this bit of dialogue from Brother Sum that he is pissed off that these broke people have kicked their ass the way they did. So they come up with a new game plan. At this time, Singh and his brother and his friend Bone are put to death, or not, they get their little heinies out of there by picking the lock. Brother Sum is impressed and let Sing kind of live and go on your merry way, thinking we're going to use you again someday. Did you, at what point did you ever know that Sing was the main character? <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know there was a main character exactly. story arc. Yeah. <laughs> it was more, I felt it was more about the city and just kind of this. I was like, okay, okay, it's about the crazy lady. Okay, I know it's about the landlord and his relationships. Okay. <laughs> and and then I was like, okay, so it's about this guy now. And then they break off of him and they go back to this other story. And I didn't know if it didn't feel like there was like one story arc. Like he ended up being the main story, and that's a good way to see it. I guess ending. Yeah, but it was more about the like village and everything that was going on with them. Yeah. And then it was, because, yeah, he saved the village. Like, that was what it was all about. Yeah, yeah. Um, right? I, I mean, yeah, it? that's kind of, yeah. I mean, like, how Knives Out, there's just kind of, like, have you ever seen Knives Out? Yeah. Yeah, you, you have different storylines with different characters uh, all accumulating into one area. So, yeah, I, I see what you're talking about. That's one way to look at it. But With Chris Evans? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, okay, animes yeah, are done like that. Animes are done like that too. Yeah, it's a bunch of different collaborative stories that have, that all go or together. Fall around one thing where anybody could almost be the main character, I suppose. But uh, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. This gave me anim- anime vibes the whole time. Uh, so soon after Sing and Bone escape their captures, the Axe Gang, we uh, see them on the streets chit chatting about what they should do. Because now they've had the opportunity to join the Axe Gang. If they kill somebody, they're gonna go kill somebody. But you get the backstory before. But this is interesting. Before you get Singh's backstory, there's the dude with the four eye, like the four eyes, the dude with the glasses. <laughs> That's why he yeah. makes fun of them. But yeah. the, they just look at each other and like they just start talking shit as the dude with glasses gets on the trolley. He's like, yeah. <laughs> like, what was what was that about? <laughs> he just wants to be a tough guy. There's so many he things about so, that. 
this movie that's just so fucking random, but I love it. There's so many great scenes. I okay. So many scenes where I was laughing. Exactly. I was laughing pretty hard. That that was funny. The chase scene. The con the Looney Tunes chase scene. It that came out of nowhere. <laughs> that was out of left field. That one's out of left field. That oh my god, where the woman just jumps over the truck. So far, this is it's a lot of stuff in movies where I've like I've thought about it. And it'd just be and funny. Like, that'd it, be funny. But they've done a lot of like cutscenes or a lot of pieces where it was really oh man they put that okay that's good. But they have to be, they, but I do that too, like parody movies. Like usually mm-hmm. when I go see a parody movie, it's like, yeah, I know me and my friends have made that joke before. It's how it's executed that makes it work. Yeah. So we finally get to the background, though, of who Singh is. Singh at one point tried to learn Kung Fu because he got a pamphlet from a homeless man. His backstory is so good. Eric, this is the first time we've come across some homeless men in our movies. Who's your favorite homeless man in a movie? Homeless man in a movie? Yeah. The guy from Big Daddy. (laughs) (laughs) You stole me Edge Edge McMuffin. (laughs) You stole me an Egg McMuffin. (laughs) What about a sausage McMuffin with a hash brown? (laughs) Deal. (laughs) Uh... Yeah, he's one of my favorite because he just has he's in every Adam Sandler movie and that's his like little cameo. Do you wish he's the homeless guy? Why are you on the ground? Why? Well, watched Santasia a lot as a kid. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Well, did a lot of did a lot of LSD. (laughs) What else was it? You know, my dad wasn't really nice to me. Wasn't really popular. Why? <laughs> Why? Get your naked muffin right now if you're pretending to fall asleep. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. That's a good one. But uh, who you got? Guns Akimbo. Hey Guns man, Akimbo? you want to smoke some crack? <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you want to smoke some crack? You want to smoke some crack? <laughs> he's like, he's like, got any food? Yeah, I got a hot dog right here. It's like, mm-hmm. Like ten months old. <laughs> Been trying to get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Homeless men rock. Homeless men rock. But good old Singh, that's where he receives his pamphlet, and that's where he learns Kung Fu. But he sees in his childhood, he sees a group of bullies picking on a mute girl. And what does he do? He tries to save the day. And what happens, Eric? Gets his ass kicked. His fucking shit kicked up. And After he After looking like a badass and moving the trees with his like, ha. Ah. Like he's building up power and you think he's gonna like You're put the on best a show around. And then he just got whooped. What would you expect? They were literally like 20 more pounds than you. I know. They were huge compared to that little kid. And they proceeded to beat the shit out of him. And then they pissed on him on the ground. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. That was so... I was like, damn, dude. That's, I that's disrespectful. Uh, so he vowed to never do kung fu ever again. <laughs> I have yet. a question for you. <laughs> <laughs> you ever been peed on? Have I ever been peed on? 
You've been beat up and peed on. <laughs> you ever been in a fight like that? Mm-hmm. Can't say I've ever been in a fight like no, that. I don't think I've ever been in a fight like that. I have been peed on <laughs> <laughs> by a dog. I remember when back in the yeah, well, not being peed on, but back in the day when you'd be on a phone with a girl, you know, and you just didn't want to like put the phone down for some reason. Yeah. You just like pee in a water bottle that you had in your closet. No, I didn't do that. That's that's a you thing. <laughs> that's definitely a you thing. Yeah. I've edit that. No, you gotta keep that in. <laughs> Secrets. <laughs> yeah, what I do, because I'm normal and like you hey, know, hey baby, I'm I gonna, got pee. I, I, yeah, I'm gonna say like ninety nine point nine 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 percent of people, I would say, <laughs> normally would just go, "Hey, hold on one sec, I gotta go pee," and then you put the phone down and you go pee like a fucking normal person, not like a psycho that looks like they're trying to collect their pee. <laughs> Like they're building it up for fucking doomsday or something. <laughs> so the bathroom's over there. I didn't want to put the phone down because you may lose a chance here. You know what I mean? In case something happens, I might need this pee. I'm going to have to drink it later. <laughs> need to survive. <laughs> Think ahead. <laughs> Everyone stores water. Water can go bad. Pee's already got preservatives in it. It's in the food I drink. It's, it's, ster- food it's I eat. sterile, I believe. Sterile. Yeah. It's, I can live. Yeah, I can sterile. live. Sterile. I know. Yeah. Uh, well, that's a weird admission to <laughs> make. You've never done that. You You've never like no. you know like hey like no. ah no I don't want to like miss this opportunity here with this chick here so it's like I might as well keep like just let her fucking talk about her cat as long as she wants. I'm just gonna take a leak right here in the corner. Mm. Nah, I just go pee on the phone and I mute myself if I'm gonna do that, you fucking psycho. <laughs> you, sir. <laughs> Need to go get an evaluation. I hope some ex girls just have How many to, bottles uh... of pee did you throw? <laughs> I, had, I had a Gary bottle full. Like a, How big? Like, like a like a lead? Oh my god, like a, dude. That's like a, a lot of pita collection. Like a cool blue, you know? Not, not like a, man, what is this? Like a six-pack? This is like a 16 <laughs> fluid ounces. Nah, this thing was like, yeah, good size. Yeah, like the gallon size. Yeah, the one was like 239 in the store. Wow, that's a lot of pita collect. Good thing you never had to use it. So the hilarity is this. <laughs> okay. along. So, okay, I'm laughing. I've been laughing my ass off this entire movie when I'm watching it. Because seeing and Bone decide they're going to go kill the landlord lady, because that's who they want to go get, and the knife-throwing incident that leads to the chase scene, which we talked about already, was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Another 
Just, I didn't see it coming <laughs> at all. <laughs> like, you really don't see it. Like, they don't build to it at all. It's so dang funny. He just chucks that knife, ricochet, boom, stabs himself. I man, right, you're going to have to throw the yeah. next one. Your bone stabs him two more times. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> when he, he stabs him and then just throws the handle. Where did the handle come from? <laughs> Takes the knife out. He's like, don't do that. He puts it right back in. <laughs> You didn't talk about after the montage of his ass beating. That's when you first see the the girl selling ice cream. Whenever they first meet her, they steal the ice cream from her, and that's the first like time they get to like steal. <laughs> like it's such a petty shit. He's like, "Whoa, it's mine." <laughs> <laughs> they just pick on her for like no reason, and she's just in love with them too. Yeah. Or well, love with him, like, because of course you know he. She all right. recognizes him. Okay, let's let's do a role reversal here, Eric. Okay, let's say for some reason women are the dominant force in the fucking universe. Okay, I was gonna say I can't role reverse with you because I can't be peed on. So okay, you're mute. Yeah, exactly. You're mute and you're getting picked on, Eric. And these girls, <laughs> these bitches, these like you're in the fourth grade and these bitches are in the eighth grade and they're taking your candy bars. I don't know. What do you want? Do you want a lollipop? What, what would be something weird for... I don't know. Dude, if they're taking my... Dude, if they're, if they're those car, the caramel chocolate ones that you could get... You remember those fundraiser bars? They were like oh, a buck a piece that yeah, kids yeah, get. Yeah, yeah, Dude, yeah. Dude, those yeah. caramel chocolate ones, oh, they were bomb. Okay, so they're trying to steal your caramel chocolate bars you spent $1 on. I'm punching them right in the face, dude. <laughs> but you, you can't. They're, they're bigger than you, Eric. They're beating you up. And in comes some girl who knows karate. And then the other girls decided to, you know, take a pee on her after they kick her ass. That's a lot more impressive as a girl, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all bending over. <laughs> yeah, back to back. To men, men just kind of whip it out and just, yeah, there you go. There's a lot more technique for a woman, I suppose. Dude, my handwriting in the snow is amazing. Here's my question. That person who defended you, that person mm. who went to bat for you, the person who got their ass kicked trying kung fu that they got off a dinner napkin. Are you going to hold them that same light for the rest of your life after they got peed on? No, I'm Oh, sorry, bro. Well, well, here's the thing. She's deaf, so she didn't get to hear all the shit about him being an idiot. So she doesn't know how dumb he is. (laughs) So I think that's his saving grace. Just think about it. Well, no, she's only mute. She can't talk. She's not deaf. Shit. Nah, she heard all that. So she knows how dumb he is. Pretty much. Yeah. So she knows that he's dumb. She knows that he just got some kung fu out of a fucking magazine. It was like, no, nah, I can do some kung fu. Yeah, peed on. And then got his ass beaten, peed on it. He was like, this guy's pretty brave. I don't think he would have done it had he known he was going to get peed on. That's the thing. <laughs> Knowing that I, was I, gonna ex- be the- <laughs> I expect to get my ass kicked for doing. I would expect the ass beating. <laughs> Maybe you- it's coming now. Okay, now you're the bully here. The fuck are you doing, David? <laughs> like, <laughs> why are you being on it? <laughs> why? 
And everyone else was like, yeah, let's do it. That sounds like, why? <laughs> I mean, it's weird. That, yeah, because like, I don't think that my, I don't think I have a group of friends that'd be like, yeah, we're peeing on this dude. like, why'd you pee on him? Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, we beat his ass and then you peed on him? Weirdo. I, I think our brother is probably the only one that, like, I, like, I could see doing something like that because he's an asshole. But... As a flex. Ah! <laughs> <You're standing. laughs> Fucking, yeah. It was a, ah! We're going to get him. He pays but all over his him. Friends, but, you, but friends that would join in. I know. That's the other thing. It wasn't just one of them peeing on him. It was numerous. I, I had, There was multiple streams. So, okay. So, back, back to our feature presentation. Uh, the wooden back, back, back. So after our Looney Tunes like chase scene, uh, the recovery scene where, okay, so Seeing has a whole bunch of knives and he's got a bloody lip and he's to go heal himself. He's got this cartoon. <laughs> How did he get into the street light? It didn't, it just jumped. <laughs> and I'm sure it was set up like that. <laughs> he is doing well. But, okay, so after the chase scene though, did you understand how he got inside the light post and like hulked out in there for some reason? I, I don't under. That's a weird. See, it's I, a I weird gotta scene. Assume that's a weird. That's a. That's an. That's got to be a thing they do in China or have in China. I assume it was like I was like, okay, is that where like there's a dude that hangs out up there and he changes the light for traffic? Like that's a job. That's the only thing I could assume. Why was that on top of the light post? I, I thought I smoked too much, so I couldn't understand how he fucking like. Where? How do you get in there in the first place? Does she chase him in there? I don't know. It never made any sense to me. But apparently, it's just cut like that. And I thought it was. I think it's done on purpose. Yeah. No. Cause yeah. He no. He got up there. Cause she, she hit that post. She hit the billboard and mm-hmm. knocked herself out. So he gets up there in that, in that uh, light post by himself. Mm-hmm. Cause they showed earlier in the movie like there was somebody in there. And I don't understand what those things on top of the light posts are, because there was another person in there earlier in the movie, I thought. This is 1940 Shanghai. I have no idea what's going on in this car. <laughs> yeah, the only thing I can assume is it's a... Uh, they hang out there, and there's a guy that's changing the lights, because yeah. they don't have a computers. Well, okay. Now, this is the thing I kind of like about this movie, too. Only thing. So but then it goes anime because he pushes the venom out of his face <laughs> and the knives out of his muscles. I'm telling you, it keeps going anime. And he doesn't, yeah, exactly. And they don't it's think like a live, it's, it's even better, remotely weird. <clears throat> yeah, it's probably the best live action anime, quote unquote. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Made. Hands down. This is like a, if you said this was an anime and like I don't know what the anime was. I, I was talking to Zach about this, the one who got us to watch this movie. And people's like, you can't do a Dragon Ball movie. You know what I mean? I, and yeah. to a degree, I believe that completely. Mm-hmm. Dragon, that fucking garbage that came out like 10, 12 years ago, whatever it was. I love that movie. I, <laughs> I, I've never sat through it. I just, it's I, so bad. I, yeah, I watched it. It's bad. It's a hot piece of garbage. I've, it's bad. God. This movie disproves that belief that you can't do a Dragon Ball movie just because of how well this is done. Have you... Uh, okay, here's another example. Have you watched any of the Cowboy Bebop live action on Netflix? No, it got canceled, so I was like, well, that's I don't want to just see it end. It's uh, It sucks. 
is horrible. That it's bad. bad. It's bad. It's bad. I heard they did scene for scene. But it isn't done right. <laughs> it's just like done cornily. Like mm-hmm. it's real corny and it's not. It's yeah, and it, everything's a Dutch angle. Ed, do you remember Ed? The one with the corgi, the redhead, kind of a weird creature person. From the show? From the show? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I was like, I thought you meant a movie. I was like, I was saying movie. As the moment that Ed is introduced, that's when I was like, I'm done. It's just Hello. garbage. It's stupid. So, yeah, but you can do anime, live action anime. You just get, like, do it right, you know? Like, the fight scenes yeah. in this movie flow so well. Like when they when they kind of break reality, they do it in such a smooth, fluid way that like it like doesn't take you out. Yeah, it's part it's part of this universe or whatever it is. Uh, it's not out of the it's not out of the norm for them. Like they're like, wow, these people yeah. are crazy. It's like no, it's something that happens. Yeah, uh, and it flows. That's like that's what leads up to like this the really cool fight scene in my opinion, the best one in the movie. Okay, so after Singh gets away from the lady who chases him off, the la- mm-hmm. the landlady and the landlord decide that they need to do something about the three martial artists who have been hidden secretly inside the apartment complex. <laughs> she decides that they need to leave, and they're kicking them out because they don't need that kind of trouble there, which later on is kind of fucked up. So now I... Yeah, they have a little sparring session for fun, ha ha, but the Axe Gang have hired two of the best fighters in basically the world. They're the second. There's only one that's better than them, but they hire the Harp Dudes. What did you think about these Harp Dudes? The, I, w- <laughs> I See, that's the problem with watching it as an, as an American, as an English person, is mm-hmm. I don't understand a lot of this. Some of like the cultural references where I'd be like, oh, that, okay, that makes sense immediately. Because at first I was like, okay, what are these dudes? Because they, they were walking past him with the, the coffin, those, and they walked past the main character. He goes, oh, that's a coffin. Look at those guys carrying their coffin. And then they end up here, and you're like, okay, these guys. And like, no, we're not killers, we're musicians. <laughs> I was like, what? Musicians? Okay. And yeah. Then, yeah, I didn't know what they were carrying. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, I didn't know what they were carrying for the longest time. But this felt like an anime. This is how you do a live-action anime yes. character. Yes, they're bizarre, kind of weird. Their weapons don't look threatening, but the way they use it is very threatening. Yes. Like, they immediately kill the young Cooley dude. It's not a racial slur if I think that's his character's name. But then we immediately go into, like, this cool-ass fight scene where they, like, they're hidden blades that look like wind every time they pull the strings of the harp. And it is cool. (laughs) Against one of the dudes that you saw at the beginning that was a badass with the rings. Yeah. And none of these guys look like they're, you know, like our action heroes or anything like that. Like, you know, they're not good-looking dudes. They're just basic, normal-looking guys. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not <laughs> it's not your typical action heroes. Exactly. And I'm, and villains and such. This movie's amazing. I honestly... Honestly, what man? What one out of ten? What do you give this like harp battle? Oh, this is a solid nine. This was a, such a cool, entertaining fight. 
the whole it was because it was okay the dude with the rings again mm -hmm. okay cool okay so that's his thing okay that's the rings that's what he fights with and that's what his like as a the chick's a banshee uh i don't know the other dude can't die i don't know what his thing is the drunk guy mm -hmm. he's just drunk Oh, the landlord did. Yeah, the landlord. Just he's like floating. He's like, <laughs> he, he, he's I'm literally. I'm not sure what his his ability was, but this guy's got rings. <laughs> he's a wild waver, is what he is. <laughs> yeah, he's a wacky waving and flailing too, man. <laughs> he's just he's floating everywhere. Uh, yeah, as soon as the landlord jumps in, and then you find out, oh, hey, so he was like a master, and you find out the smoking lady, landlord lady, was too. And they didn't help anybody because they yeah. want to live a quiet life. There's some shitty fucking people. They just want to be left alone. <laughs> yeah, I they said, suck. Fuck you. They suck. That's why I mean earlier is like they they completely suck that they kicked out kicked out these other like three fighters for just wanting to have a quiet life too. <laughs> yeah. The music from the Harp guys is cool too. Oh yeah. The whole the, they're playing cool battle music while they're playing and fighting the guy with the music. Yeah. Ah, uh, this is something I would like if anybody wants to double play their little sit down guitar. <laughs> it's 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 so cool the way they it do. is, and their big final like their superpower. I guess their Kamehameha was the the zombie swordsman. <laughs> and that's when you yeah get they sent the zombie army. Yeah, and that's when you get to find out uh, that the smoking lady has a superpower where she can scream really loud. Was that a shocker at all? No, <laughs> her superpower was a little, a little predetermined. Little, little on, little on the nose. Little on the nose. She yells a lot, so she's a screamer. Okay, so she's like a banshee. Well, makes sense. Okay, they beat the harp guys. They defeat them by basically she blows them away with the power of her banshee scream, and then she tells Brother Sum to back off and leave us alone. I'm gonna fuck you up. The landlady yeah. and landlord explain to everybody that there's only one true kung fu master in this world, and he's one in a million times. And it's not the dude who walks around the entire town with his ass hanging out because he gets it's punched. Not the, in the barber. Face. The barber's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that he steps up and just gets fucking one punch. <laughs> like, nah, you're definitely not the kung fu master. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, and then we get to the guy oh, Mr. The Four bus. Eyes on the bus yep. we finally finally get to Mr. Four Eyes on the bus and him and Singh have a fight on the stupid little trolley oh, even over a fight. what? <laughs> it's not even a fight oh no it's not a fight it's an ass kicking <laughs> Yeah, it's a one sided ass beating yeah. and he just starts talking shit to the four eyed the guy with the glasses and he just proceeds to bash his face <laughs> into the freaking bench, the wooden bench they're sitting on. And then his friend talks shit, and then he grabs his friend and starts smashing his friend's head. Into the... All the whole time was just fucking talking shit to him. This and is he kicks thing. him off the bus. And after they immediately get kicked off the bus, he goes and robs the mute woman again. <laughs> Well, he immediately starts talking shit too. <laughs> it's just I could have taken him. He's I, not a likable character. <laughs> <laughs> he's, but he's he's great for the movie. Like he walked out of that golden shower 
like a different human being. <laughs> this is not he the has, same person. <laughs> this man has unbreakable self-confidence. And like he's so crappy to everybody around him. Like, like why do you root for him? <laughs> like the big dude, his bone, bone, his friend is like the he's only likable. <laughs> he's a school bully. Like you, he, you can't break him. You can't do anything to him. Every time you knock him down, he just goes, "Well, I'd still beat his ass if." <laughs> for you, you. Know, I, I was kind of tired, so that's why I didn't beat him up so hard as I wanted to. Yeah, so he's, he's got an excuse for everything. Excuse every time why he lost. And then he's like, "Yeah, no, I'm still a badass." <laughs> yeah, he's not. He's not the most likable character. This movie's so stupid sometimes. <laughs> I love it. I can't believe we finally watched it. This is a real gem. It really was. But yeah, it's I wish funny. I watched it a while ago. So when they're ro- yeah exactly when they're robbing the mute girl again though, she pulls out the sucker from fucking twenty years ago. So <laughs> you said it this whole time. <laughs> Ugh, and he just smashes it like an asshole. I don't know, rightfully so. Like, hey, lady, let it go. Like, I got peed on. Like, I know where I stand in society. She's cute, though. What the hell? I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. She can't talk back. And she's cute. Uh, maybe, hold on, let's talk. Remember when I did save you? Like, I just changed my life right then. Like, that would have been his fork in the road. He could have had a different life. This, this movie yeah. could have become a love story. They got peed on. Which I ca- which I respect about it. It could have become a love story. It oh, it could've could have been an entire love story it was... about like him and her. Yeah. But there's just like bits and pieces of he never there's sees... just enough. Yeah. He never sees her after that though. He breaks it and moves on. I think that was it. Yeah, he breaks it, moves on, and she just still in love with him. Doesn't fucking man, she simp for him. Is that how it works over there? You find <laughs> you find the one, you just stick to him. Stick to them like glue. But they leave and they just... I'll piss on you remix. He tells his friend to fuck off. What are they drinking? Cover I thought I was curious. Piss. <laughs> it's piss Close your work. eyes. Got a surprise. I'm going to cover you with suds. I'm going to pee pee. I'm going to wash you down with some wee wee. Oh. <laughs> it's a spell show. <laughs> uh, okay. So remember earlier, Eric, remember earlier in the film when... Uh, I find it odd you know so much about pee. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, this movie, this episode's a lot about pee, isn't it? <laughs> I knew it is. <laughs> Holy shit. Didn't even think about it. You ever had one of those marble drinks that they drink? Like when you open it, it drops a marble down? Like that's how they keep it closed. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. That's what it is. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah, because yeah. you can go to... Uh, World market place. There's a there's a Japanese. Yeah, I guess you can get a yeah. world market. Place. Yeah, they're all over the place. But there's a Japanese like market. Like it's uh, oh, what is it? I Daiso. I remember drinking them as a kid and liking them, but I've as an adult, I hate to taste just like sugar ass. Really? Yeah. I never bought one. I just thought they were cool. That it was sugar and piss. Had that top. <laughs> I thought that top was really cool. Oh, like, no, it's cool. That marble. In. Yeah, yeah. You get that marble. You get the you pop. pop. Those things are cool. And that's what he's yeah. drinking right there. Those are marble drinks or whatever. Ah. But finally, he's being used. Okay, so remember earlier in the film where he was a master, like, locksmith? Master of none. Yeah. 
So now the Axe Gang are using him to get. Now the Heart players were the two, the second best killers in the world. Now this is the best killer in the world. The best of the best. And this is where I was going. This guy is not the dude from Bloodsport. <laughs> no, this is not. It, I thought I thought I, the killer was going to be different, and this would be a lot different. Like yeah, going in to get the guy, and it was. I thought it took I thought a good turn. I thought we were going to see turn. like sloth from the Goonies or something. Yeah, I was expecting something to happen, but he gives him the tools and he's like, "Here, you go. You go in there, take these tools. They're changing guards. You got 5 minutes. Go." He gets his tools taken immediately. <laughs> <laughs> exactly from an hand. <laughs> but this is they, okay, but he starts getting lost in the tunnels and then he runs down the tunnel with the the door opens and the blood comes rushing in like the shining. That was, I was like, what the fuck? It's an insane asylum. It goes in, the lightning starts. Oh. It's, it, just, it's crazy in there. It's a hoot through the whole thing. Like, it, you're constantly laughing in this movie. And you're so interested in the storyline. It's so creative with the, everything they do. Yeah. And yeah. Every, everything is... It's been done before, but they do it so originally. So this is the thing I was going to tell you about. Have you ever... Okay, so the main bad... Okay, so this now this is the main bad guy outside of Brother Sum. Okay. 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 What's his name? Okay, hold on. No, what is this actor's name? Okay. Hold on. Okay. Fine, what is the main character? What's the bad guy's name? Is that the landlord? Little brother? Little bum? Little bun? Is he at the little sum? That brother sum. Okay. I thought brother sum. Lex Luthor? Nah, f- fuck you. Magneto. <laughs> Look at the Kung Fu hustle. Okay, so. Beast. Okay, his name, the, act- the Beast. Okay, that's actually right. The okay, the big bad dude is named is the beast. The the asylum guy. The asylum guy is named okay. is the beast. So yeah, you got that right. Okay, so Bruce. Okay, I'm gonna Banner. fuck this up. His name's Bruce Leung, is the actor's name. Do you know what kind of movement he was a part of? M- movement. It's a it's a film movement that happened over there. I don't know a lot about the Asian market. Okay, so this is interesting. When I was looking into this dude, he was part of a movement called the Bruce Ploitation. And I don't think they generally named it like that on purpose, mm-hmm. or it's like something we call it now. But after Bruce Lee had died, basically entered, dra- entered the dragon to come out, and it was this giant success. Yeah. They feared that they weren't, be able, weren't going to be able to match that success, which is probably pretty true in hindsight. So what they started doing was getting all these actors who looked just like Bruce Lee and put them in starring roles and gave them Bruce Lee's name just in a different variation. Like instead of Bruce Lee, L-E-E, it's L-E-I. And he was a part of that little movement, the Bruce exploitation. And they did that. He was a Bruce Lee. He was a Bruce Lee. And they did that for years until, do you know who broke the trend? Man. Jet Li? Oh, you're close. Come on. Do another Is one. Is that how Jet Li, Bruce Lee? 
No. Okay. I don't I don't know if Jet Li was involved. Jackie Chan? There. Jackie Chan's the one who broke it. Jackie Chan mm-hmm. became an international star and broke the blue Bruce Bluetation saga. So being like Jackie Lee? <laughs> Jackie Lee? I think I think it was like, yeah, I'm just gonna be Jackie Chan. Is that okay? <laughs> By the way, I watched like a video the other day of like Jackie Chan doing his own stunts back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like not like the American movies back when he was overseas. Yeah. Fuck that dude is a badass. Dude, he's got some <laughs> he if he did MMA, I feel I feel like his fights would be really quick because I feel like he could just kick people in the face before they'd realize it was coming. Oh man, he was a bad like dude. Like, he he's gonna kick me. Yeah. He's gonna kick me. And then you just get kicked and you'd be like, Oh, I, I knew it was coming. Yeah, but he's getting like dropped off of buildings because he's doing his own stunt work. The dude's a man. Like, oh. Like he's a he turned into kind of like, you know, you know, circus back in the two thousands, you know, he was Mr. Fun Guy. Well, but, he did the comedy movies and he did the fun stuff. Yeah. Uh but he was a he was a bad dude. Which think if he did all those hardcore movies, made all his money in China and then became an international superstar doing less hardcore movies at an older age. Hell yeah. yeah. The Beast has been released and he only wants to fight for free, if he gets to fight the Grand Master, which are the two landlords. And eventually, yeah. they immediately show up and are looking like they're on vacation. And they have a brawl for all in uh, the Axe Gang's hideout. What do you think of this fight, Eric? He's such a, scr- he's such a scrawny dude you don't expect. You know, he looks scrawny in this scene. You don't expect a scene. good fight. Yeah, he looks scrawny in this scene, but like when he goes and backs to pick slide for the final fight, he kind of looked like he got bigger. Yeah, but I mean, you see him all beat up. We're not even beat up yet. He's just sitting in that chair and they punch him. He's all bloody and you just don't expect. You think he's got the wrong guy because he ran away with no tools. He had the map. He was scrambling around. <laughs> some goofy. Maybe he got the wrong guy. Yeah. Like maybe he's got some insane dude. <laughs> and then he just beats the ever living fuck out of people kicks the wall open and gets to meet his buddies and then the beast was there and then they have this beat down party where they ended up not exactly winning or losing but during all this they discover that sing is a bit of a cartoon character i suppose because he gets his head smashed through the the floor. <laughs> also, by the way, Brother Sum gets his head like spun all the way around too. He's he dead. Has, there's if, a few cartoony. But to save his life, uh, they find out that this man is the one in a million. He's the Kung Fu master that was born. Which finally sets up the big finale fight where the inner martial artist is awoken in Sing. And then we get to the big brawl for all, where Sing fights the entire Axe gang that is being led by the Beast. This is where Sing goes. See, and this is where it goes again, anime, because he goes Super Saiyan now. He got his head smashed yeah. through the floor. Mm-hmm. So he's died, and now he's been resurrected. Is Now he's blah, he's powered up. So now he's ready. And he's got to avenge the chick with the broken neck, his landlord. Which is strong as it's they are. It's not his landlord. It's the landlord lady. 
Oh yeah, it's not his <laughs> landlord. I forgot. He didn't even live there. So he's just going to avenge him just because. Which, think about that. If she hurt her neck, broke her neck, or whatever happened to her, think about how hard she had to have gotten hit. Yeah. Oh. And, and the, 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 the fight scene, though, is just kind of like, after he whoops anyway. up on all the Axemen, though, it was just, and it's the one-on-one fight. It's just, I mean, it's choreographed well. Even, like, the, the cartoony bits, it's just like, I believe it all. And it's, again, you could do a DBZ movie. You can. This is yeah. proof of it. <laughs> I like that. This is a good movie, too, because they don't do, like, Crouching High... Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon did a lot of uh, wire work. Oh, man, sadly, and I wire didn't work watch it. to me yeah. takes it away. You don't like you don't like the wire work. Not like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon style. I didn't see it, so I don't know. Because they do it where it's it's more like it's more fantasy. It's more fantastical. Where like they okay. jump and they jump all long and law, and they do a lot of and so it's slow and it's not. It, it's oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, arky jumps and weird stuff. And well, they so did. They did wire work for Matrix. Cool. Matrix kind of. But that's does fast. It. But that's fast. Yeah, like, yeah, I guess so. Like the slow wire work, like the kung fu style wire work, where it's all like you got me all tongue tied. Say <laughs> <laughs> say that real quick, there, Eric. Blah uh, blah blah. blah. Bruce Bloitation. Well, okay. Yes. So they do a very good job in this movie about not overusing wire work to make it look fake and not take you out of the. Well, there's a couple. Even of, the zany parts are still great parts and don't take you out of the moment. There's a couple of moves here that I kind of wanted it. to highlight. The frog <laughs> style. The frog. the frog style. Oh. What'd you think of this fighting style? It's pretty ingenious. <laughs> Hey, it's whatever works. If you got superpower, like whatever powers, kung fu, chi master, and you can literally pounce on the ground and not break out your kneecaps. Uh, well, okay. It was a good attempt at a unique style. I think I think it was completely original, and uh, it's probably not something I would use in my martial arts days, but. Uh, what I about use the my face to break walls? I, what, I think that's a bad style. What about the Buddha dive? Buddha where dive. You, where Singh jumps like to the atmosphere, sees Buddha, and then just trips <laughs> on a on the beast. Uh, oh, the with a dive. giant with a giant like handprint. That's how he beats the beast. I call it the Buddha dive. Who the fuck? Does he? See, uh, yeah, I don't know who he sees up there. Maybe it's maybe it's Buddha. I think it's Buddha. But he comes down Super Saiyan style again. <sighs> Shirt is shredded, rips off. All right. Here's I'm a question. You, this is this is an anime movie. You just you just change the title and write a manga for it, and this is the movie for it, and it's perfect. Who okay? So here's a question: Mortal Kombat. Is it? Mortal Kombat? We're talking. Nah, he looks just like him. Yeah, he does. <laughs> here's the question: Mortal Kombat. Is it a video game movie or is it a kung fu movie? 
It's a video game movie that's a bad video game movie. The first one? Yes. The original. The very yes. original. You don't like the that ori- one. I didn't say I didn't like it. It's just not a good movie. Ah, it's watchable. I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say. I if it came on, I en- I'd watch I it enjoy bit. it. I enjoy it for the. It's one of those few movies where I can go back and watch it for the nostalgia and enjoy it still. You don't. I. I don't know. I think it's okay. I think it holds. But out. I don't watch it and think it's like, oh, this movie's great. Like I watched Terminator, Terminator Two, Judgment Day. Oh, that's a great. And movie. The whole time, I'm. This is a great movie. It's like, a great movie. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, I'd recommend you see it. Okay. When I put, but it, I assume most people at this point have seen it. Well, the second one is just god awful. Let's just be honest. It's wait, fucking wait, god. wait, wait, wait. Terminator Two, Judgment Day. No, no, no. Mortal Kombat, Mortal oh. Kombat Two, Annihilation, or whatever. Mortal Kombat Two, Annihilation makes zero sense. That's just that is. The, you ever seen it's, a movie where they just like let's just put a whole bunch of characters in this movie with no detail at all? As a kid, I didn't remember that movie. Oh, I, I remember know. the characters, but I don't remember how they got to where they were going. And then I tried watching it as an adult, and I watched it. It's bad. But as an adult, I was like, so they just immediately start where the first one ended, but with shitty CGI all of a sudden. And then they just start, this guy's fighting this guy in this random place. This guy's fighting this guy in a random place. This guy's fighting this. It was literally smash it, a character what? and fight. Jade? Like, uh... There was no Sonya Blade just goes through this like gauntlet of characters while Liu Kang doesn't really do much for a while. Nightwolf, what a waste of character! Oh, Man, no. I love Nightwolf. Nightwolf is a cool character. They had so many characters in that movie that could have been cool. Oh, Kano yeah, could have been the fact that they killed Kano in the first one, they could have had him in the second one. I will tell I you, I don't that know why they killed him off. Kano in the remake is pretty cool. He's he's a he's an okay factor in it. Him and Cabal are like the only two things worth it. Maybe Kung Lao is cool too. Everyone oh, else Cabal. fucking sucks. Cabal's one of my favorite favorite fighters in uh I never Kombat. never really fought. I was always sub zero. I like hooking people with his swords because he could hook them, throw them, and stuff. His throws and stuff with his little uh, hook swords. His little keyblade or whatever. Yeah, I don't hmm. know what it is. Hmm. But yeah, it was cool. Okay, so Mortal Kombat is a video game movie. Okay. I I I agree, but it's I wouldn't argue with someone if they didn't know. Well, really? the movie uh, movie wraps up. Mute girl and uh, Singh, who after he defeats the beast, is now the owner of a candy shop, and invites Mute Girl back on into her home, and the movie or into a shop, and the movie wraps up with the homeless man who gave. Sing the <laughs> How to Have Karate <laughs> pamphlet, giving it to another girl for $10. Yeah. And that's Kung Fu Hustle 2. And that is Kung Fu Hustle 2. Eric? Mm-hmm. What do you rate this movie? What do I rate this movie? Oh... It's a it's a really good movie. It's it was the most entertaining movie I've seen in a while, probably, because I was because unex- I enjoy movies that I don't know and have any any inclination of what to expect out of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so this one, all I knew about was the poster. I think I watched a second or two of a trailer just to be like, oh yeah, that was that movie. 
<laughs> and then was immediately drawn in. But I very, 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 very much enjoyed it. Okay. I'd give it a... Oh, man. I'd give... See, I can't think of... <laughs> I'd give it nine rainbow lollipops. Woo! Nine. I'm going to give nine. it... I'm going to give it ten axe handles. Ten, ten axe handles? Ten axe handles. Ten. I'm, I'm ten. That's... You know what? That this movie, I don't think I ever picked up my phone one time while watching this movie. Like I didn't find any parts really. That was the weird thing. Yeah, I was locked. I was locked in, and that was my problem. Is that I was trying to read it and watch it, but I was so locked into it, I didn't want to. Like, yeah, I wasn't paying attention to shit else. I was just like, oh, cool. I like. Yeah. So when that, I wasn't waiting for the end of the movie. When the bunny or like the road runner and coyote like chase scene was happening oh it was great and then it immediately went to him being up in the light post and like unexpected yeah i it just i was like what i had to go back several times like how did that what it blew me off and i feel like they did that on purpose so i'm like this movie's ingenious so and this is even funnier too and i'm gonna read this quote to you eric this is from bill murray bill Bill Murray is a huge fan of Kung Fu Hustle. Did you know this? No. I ex- I did expect this movie to be like, what's the other Kung Fu movie? Fuck. Keep going, Kung, sorry. Kung Fu Panda? Kung Pao. No, <laughs> I expected Pao. it to be like Kung Pao. I thought it was going to be like that Kung Pao. That was my expectation. That's why I didn't, I wasn't, I was like, ah. And that was kind of why I avoided it. I saw Kung Pao, I didn't like it. I saw the good parts of Kung Pao. Skipped yeah. 90% of it, so I saw like... Some yeah. pieces here and there that were funny. I think Conk Pal, all the funny things were in the trailers, probably. I think yeah. that's what that movie was. But, yeah, So, okay. Was... So, get this. In August 2010, interview with GQ Magazine, Bill Murray praised Kung Fu Hustle, saying it is the supreme achievement of the modern age in terms of comedy, and that there should have been a day of mourning for American comedy the day that movie came out. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Thank you, IMBD. I mean, I, I don't disagree. <laughs> like that, that definitely like. I honestly, I definitely is probably one of the funnier movies I've seen in a while. American it had me locked in and laughing the whole time. American films have, I don't think, have ever done anything up to that standard. So that's why I have to give it a ten. And I want a sequel. I want I I don't know. I want a sequel that is just I don't like want that. a sequel to taint it. <sighs> They've been talking a about sequel. a sequel for years. I don't think they'll do one. But if they do a sequel, you're just gonna taint taint the legacy. Like you're gonna taint what this is. Maybe. But maybe they have other ideas to keep going with it. Maybe you just kinda do a spiritual sequel. I think Shallon's I sequel. think I think Shallon Soccer is the prequel to this in a way <laughs> never seen it just i could already tell because people are like it's on that par so it's like okay now yeah, well maybe it's the same same people yeah hmm that's i don't know that's what i think yeah if it's the same people it probably it's same style i'd, I'd be interested look that I, up real quick what 
But oh no, Shallon Soccer is the same people. Director same, the same, same people. director, same same director. That's what I was talking about earlier. It's like yeah. Oh, it was, so it's gonna be same style movie. Yeah. So it's same like exact. ah, I may need to check this one out. Ah, uh, yeah, that might be another one to add to the list. So we'll put that one in the hat, shall we say? There's no hat over there. There's a pee bottle though. Get a hat. <laughs> Eric, Eric, I peed over here. I just want to let you know that. Well, okay. Uh, I want to get off the mic, so I just peed, you know, right here. <laughs> while, we, while we were in the middle of a conversation, I don't want to break away. Ah, uh, well. Have you ever peed while I was on the phone with you? <laughs> There's some ex-girlfriends are going to find that rather interesting if they ever listen to this podcast. I'll tell you that. You know, <laughs> do what? I pee all the time. <laughs> Bottles all the time. <sighs> you know, you know they invented toilets for a reason. I mean, I enjoy myself a good pee outside. Oh, I love to pee outside. Anything. Oh my god, really? I thought I was having the only friends, one. No, having friends like uh, having friends that had a land out in the middle of nowhere. You just go out and just take Dude, a pee. That was the best. When you're sitting oh. there drinking, you get that. Oh man, I got <sighs> pee. Freedom. I'm going to go pee outside, be right back, and just, like, step over, walk out the door, take three steps, take a piss, walk back in. <laughs> it was so nice. My buddy Basically. Chris. <laughs> I have a fun friend named Chris, okay? We still live together. <laughs> he, uh, we went to a party, right? And I, I don't know what the outcome of the story was. I don't know what happened in the end where we're at this party and Chris went to go use the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And all he heard was some girl crying in another room and he's taking a pee and she's, Ooh, he put his finger in my butt. <laughs> he was like, he's like, finish, finish, finish. And he's just like, zoop. I'm like, I do not, who is he? I don't know. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird just, thing to... you just don't expect to hear that while taking a leak just... no not at a party I mean maybe at a party I guess <laughs> like just a con- yeah you know you just hear that constant kind of just, constant stream just she put a finger in my butt how would she not hear him <laughs> peeing and not think like oh someone's in the bathroom I better shut the hell up I fucking don't know I, that's a deeper story than I care to tell. <laughs> Let's find this girl. Let's interview her. Let's get her on here. Let's dig deeper. Let's investigate. Good luck with that. <laughs> investigate a podcast. <laughs> I may have to delete that. <laughs> okay, well, Eric, I guess that's a good point to stop. I mean, we've... I, obviously, you would suggest this to a friend. Oh, most definitely. Oh, it's... This is one of the better movies I've seen in a long time. This is definitely a movie I'd tell people about and be like, yeah, definitely see that movie. Yeah. This Will is Wonderland. We've seen a few of them. It's so good. It's classic. Well, folks, if you want to tell us your thoughts on Kung Fu Hustle or any of the other movies that we watch, just go look for us at Double E Movies. That is D-O-U-B-L-E, capital E, movies at Twitter. Dot com. And uh, what are we doing next week, Eric? Well, next week we're going to watch a film that I've also not seen. But it's starring an NBA great. It is one uh, double team with Dennis Rodman. 
and Jean-Claude Van Damme to celebrate the 25th anniversary, which is in April. 25. So I was 10 when this came out. 25 years of this epic movie being in our lives that for some odd reason was considered a box office bomb. This gym movie, Dennis Rodman, Jean-Claude Van Damme, and Mickey Rourke. Eric, did you know that? Yeah, uh, yeah, I knew he was in it. This is before his face was all crazy, isn't it? Pretty close. I don't know. It gets worse. I think just age progressed. No, because he went to go be a boxer, and so he got his face all jacked up. Yeah. Because if you see Mickey Rourke before and after, he looks very Mm. different before Mm. than he does after. I don't know. Look at this movie, and we'll get back to it, I guess. Okay. Okay. And then after that, next week, we will have a discussion about who are the best sidekicks in movie. We're not talking about co-stars like Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker. No, we're talking about sidekicks. We're talking about Samwise Gamgee. We're talking about Harry and Hermione. Uh, I don't know. Give me another sidekick, Eric. Her name's Hermione, by the way. Hey, who's the sidekick in... Uh, we're talking about... Uh, Harry Marnie. You <laughs> <laughs> yeah, said Marnie. Hermione. Hermione. Uh, yeah, who's a uh, who is Shaggy or Scooby the sidekick? Scooby's the sidekick to Shaggy, but it's always called Scooby Doo. Yeah, it's just called Scooby Doo because he's everybody likes Scooby Doo the best. Like everybody only wants to see Scooby Doo, so that's why it's called Scooby Doo. And then everybody's disappointed <laughs> when every other character's in the show. That's basically how that works. But he's a sidekick because he can't speak. That's basically how I see that show. More on that next week, I suppose. <laughs> Rocky and Bullwinkle. All right, folks. I will catch you later. Hey, Eric, you want to say goodbye? Or something. <laughs> <laughs>